0: All right, let's get this ball rolling here, guys. Welcome to the show, Rum and Wild Cards, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. If you're joining us again, if you haven't joined us before, welcome to the show. My name is Brayden. I'm here to save, 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 save the children with these wonderful hosts here sitting around the table and on the phone with me. We got uh, Donnie, who is here supporting children with lupus.
1: Yeah, fuck Wayfair, save the kids. And uh,
0: we have Adam, who is here for doctors with borders. Uh, we need doctors with borders
2: because that's how we get, you know, proper doctors going places. <laughs> they need coming to know in, where and to stay. coming out, <laughs> coming in and coming out. And on we know f- who's coming who's on going. the phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> On the phone with us today, it is the dish of the day, and the dish of the day is.
3: Uh, I am a fruitcake. I am. I am on assignment right now in in the jungles of wherever bad things are happening. Uh, I'm searching for Joseph Coney. Yes. If anyone has found him, <laughs> Coney
0: 2022.
3: If anyone has any leads on Joseph Coney,
0: please call. Please <laughs> follow us on Instagram and Facebook and DM us if you know the whereabouts of one Joseph Coney.
1: Yeah, and this isn't even a phone call, is it? This is just kind of like a makeshift radio you got going out there, isn't it?
3: Yes, that's correct.
1: I was going to say, it kinda I'm sounds surviving like out
3: it. here. I've eaten, I think I've eaten all of the berries <laughs> that there are in this wasteland.
2: Holy shit, that guy is still out there. And the only reason he's still out there is because the guy that was funding the entire like campaign against him was found jerking off in San Diego, and now that entire effort is out the table.
0: We've come full circle. Sur- you know we've talked about this before, right? Probably. Yeah, probably yeah i'm sure i love that you guys pay attention anyways <laughs> today we are sitting around this table talking about the season two finale of it's always sunny in philadelphia classic episode possibly we'll find out season two episode 10 dennis and d get a new dad like i said follow us on instagram and facebook for all the news on joseph coney and it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> at always sunny pod twitter and instagram that's where you can find us so Go ahead and search us. Not
3: all the news about Joseph Coney. Maybe just a little bit of the news about Joseph Coney. (laughs) (laughs) The highlights. Yeah,
0: we just do the highlights. The highlights. Um, always sunny pod Twitter, Instagram, and if Reddit is more your style, you could go ahead and follow our subreddit r always sunny pod, where you can find more conversation about always sunny in Philadelphia and some highlights and uh, other wonderful happenings in the uh, Rumham and Wild Cards world. Rumham.transistor.fm is our website where you can find all our episodes and all our social media. And uh, while you're there, go ahead and pick your platform of choice. Click on the subscribe tab. Uh, Choose anyone. Probably going to be Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We know how it goes. And uh, go ahead and uh, hit that follow button. Thank you. We got season three coming up. Super excited for that. But today we are here to close out season two. So... While you guys uh, head on on your phones and go follow us and subscribe and maybe give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, pretty please, we will introduce this wonderful episode.
3: Um, I am tracking, it's directly related to the episode, but I am also tracking our MySpace feed on MySpace.
1: I love that this episode started with the MySpace reference. It was perfect for the show, for us, for everything.
0: Dates it perfectly. Uh, And
2: the Tom jokes. I love them Tom, des-
3: yes, Tom kind of comes with it.
2: <laughs> I love them describing like MySpace and um he while we're watching this in twenty twenty. It's like that doesn't even exist anymore and it helped destroy the Western
0: world. <laughs> I, no, it's a joke. <laughs> Before we get into that, let's talk about uh, season two, episode 10. This episode came out in 2006, uh, originally aired August 17th, 2006, obviously written by Rob McElhenney, Glenn Howard, and the one and only Charlie Day, as if the others aren't one and only. Um, anyways, so uh, Dan Adius is the director. I think. I think now this is might be the last episode with Dan Adias, but I might just keep saying that. And I was going like to say, idiot. I feel like
1: you said this before.
0: Uh, I said it last episode. <laughs> we don't have we don't have many
2: more episodes with him, I believe. If you just if, say it enough, if...
0: it becomes truth. Yeah. It eventually uh, becomes saying, true. Are
2: you Speak-
3: saying Ateus? Is that how you're pronouncing
0: that? Adias? Adias? Oh my god. It's been two seasons and we still can't figure out. It's been a whole year, basically, and we yeah. still haven't figured out how the hell it pronounces. Well, I did.
1: Dish of the day insists on pronouncing You're it fine. differently. Fruitcake has it wrong. You're I've fine. I've heard it
3: both ways.
1: It's like Gifford. But choice. how does he say it? I feel like the the only thing that matters is how he says it. That is actually the only thing that matters. Yeah. <laughs> like there shouldn't yeah. be. I don't think there's two ways to say his name.
0: I mean, speak oh, for I don't know, yourself.
3: Donnie, what everyone has
1: their, own truth. <laughs> like everyone has their own truth. It's like everyone has
3: their own truth.
1: Speak your own truth.
0: Um, Dennis and D. They joined MySpace as we. Just mentioned. So they begin uh, getting messages from a man named Bruce Mathis claiming to be their father. Uh, Dennis and Dee then find out that their mother, Barbara, had an affair and Frank is not their father.
3: What the hell are you talking about? Do we really have to get into all of this? Yes, oh we God, really yes. have to get vine, into vine, all of this. fine, Everybody
0: settle down. It's not the end of the world. A long time ago, I met Bruce and we had this little affair or whatever you want to call it.
3: Long story short, he got me pregnant and I had to make a decision, seeing as he had no money, I decided that the best thing for everyone was if I didn't tell Bruce and let your father think that the twins were his. End of story.
0: Frank immediately has a heart attack, of course,
3: and- Jesus, Frank! Jesus, Jesus, Frank! Jesus, Frank! Jesus, Frank! Jesus, Frank! Jesus, Frank, my life is a lie. My life is a lie. Somebody's got to get stabbed. Somebody's got to get
0: stabbed. Well, is it kind of a heart attack or is it a panic attack? No idea. It's a
3: stroke. He the could point,
0: have he could have faked it either way. The point is someone needs to get stabbed. The There's a mild stroke, right? Shot
3: the roof. Yeah, after he shot the roof, he said it was a stroke.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. So Mac and Charlie uh, also, in this episode, attempt to reconnect with Mac's father, Luther, who immediately tries to get them to smuggle heroin into prison. And instead of doing that-, that
3: character in the show. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, instead of doing that, Mac and Charlie go to beat the crap out of Bruce Mathis to get hard. No, dude, we shouldn't do this. I'm backing out. No, you can't back out. Frank is waiting in the car, dude. He's gonna be pissed if we don't, I don't finish the I job. Let Frank wait in the car. <sighs> We owe this to him. This guy banged Frank's wife. So did you. Yeah, but it's different. How is that different? I don't know, dude. Charlie, focus. Do <gasps> and obviously, it doesn't go well. Uh, Matt and Charlie get hard. There's a whole lot of bad news this episode. Let's unpack it, guys. What the hell was MySpace? Did you guys
1: have a MySpace? Absolutely. No, I had one of for course, one week.
3: Of course I had MySpace.
1: I still think MySpace did it better than a lot of things are doing. That. Like If MySpace never went away, it would be ahead of Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, well, Facebook—it's the best of Twitter, the best of Facebook. Yeah, plus music, plus yeah. better backgrounds, mm-hmm. plus more design and more personalization yeah. and customization. Yeah, I may have had it on well,
2: MySpace, but I know my sisters did. But I do remember the early, early like years of Facebook when they were like when MySpace was still available. Facebook was like t- taking a lot of, um, from MySpace. they were taking a lot of graphics and Facebook, design.
1: Yeah, when it, when it was MySpace and Facebook. Facebook was what LinkedIn became like Facebook wanted to be more professional in the more. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess it's more professional. Wait a Mm
3: -hmm. minute, Adam. Are you saying that Mark Zuckerberg stole things from people without crediting them? You know, it's a theory.
1: It's a theory. Mark
0: Zuckerberg does nothing bad. Da, 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 da. Anyways, um, I joined MySpace <laughs> right as it was like ending. I had one for one week. Uh, it was in middle school, so this was like right after Facebook became like the thing for everyone to start getting, and like parents were starting to hop on the bandwagon. So I made a MySpace, spent a whole week creating it, customizing it. I thought it was the coolest thing, and then I just never came back to it. So my, I th- it still might be out there. I don't know. Maybe they're all deleted now. But I had one week of MySpace, and um, I can say out. I was in and on that trend. I missed the heyday, for yeah, sure. Yeah, because we
1: had it our whole entire middle school. like, And that was when you couldn't, like, it wasn't everyone had internet on their phone. Well, so when it was, so like, me and the few homies hanging out, it would be, like, the four of us would be at our friend's house, and, like, we would take turns logging onto MySpace and checking <laughs> our messages and checking out, like, trying to make plans, to see who's hitting up who and, like, who's going to the, we had, like, what's called, like, the FNAs, the Friday night alternatives at school. So, like... Friday night would be, like, a dance, and, like, then they'd have, like, just a bunch of different activities. Yeah, basically, like, we would all take turns. Donnie went to the dance? Yeah. Donnie used to go to school dances? Donnie used to go to school? What?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Donnie took two dates to the prom?
1: (laughs) What a
0: conundrum. I just remember um, MySpace being, like, demonized for like kids are sending nudes on it because they do say you add people and then they send pictures and it's always sunny. That's what they say. It's called a DM. And
1: then Snapchat was invented. Oh God.
0: (laughs) Well, well, before that was Tumblr. Tumblr was like the, like the weird, like social media. Tumblr was late to the game. If I remember correctly, Tumblr didn't become a thing till 2012. I don't know. I
3: mean, they home in on a point in the show that was more. Um, Sorry, 2007. A facet of, yeah. Of the earlier internet where uh, Max says, awesome, a crazy person. Back when you could fuck with people on the internet, you couldn't get doxxed. because no one knew how to do that.
0: Yeah. I'm pretty sure
2: they knew how to do it and they were doing it. It just wasn't an established issue because it was so few and far between. But I'm pretty sure doxing has always been around. I, I well, feel
3: you like... can't dox a fruitcake because I'm in the Congo. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you, can still, yeah. you can still, you can still, you can dox. It's just we don't have the proper information and coordinates for it to dox you. If we don't like
0: your opinions on this episode, we're gonna dox you. Yeah. Please do. Um,
3: maybe I, you can send a helicopter too with some medical aid. <laughs> I'm seriously hurt.
0: Maybe it's like maybe it's like the word meme, where like mematic... Is was a thing before mm-hmm. the internet, yeah, and the internet yeah. just kind of took it and yeah. twisted it into its own way.
2: You know, fruitcake. We can send uh, a helicopter, a helicopter to you playing Fortunate Son if that helps. And all, can, all it's
3: loaded with is more fruitcake. Do, do, do. Yeah, <laughs> all the Fruitcakes.
0: Do, 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 do. Copyright. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, I like this episode. In the sense that uh, the characters are good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about the show. Good. Yeah, let's talk about the show now. <laughs> uh, humor-wise, there's a couple moments, but I just... Uh, it's right, it's I had, meh if I'm being generous. Th- I think for the humor, I think it
2: started slow. It, it, the build-up was there. There wasn't many laughs for me in the beginning, earlier part of the episode, but at the end, I was laughing a lot.
1: I have two...
2: past.
3: It, go ahead.
1: Thank you. I have... <laughs> Two things, two like discussion points that I want to talk about before we even before I even talk about the categories. First of all, if Frank didn't have his stroke, one was he going to stab somebody because he was pretty adamant on someone needing to get stabbed, and two, who was he going to stab? Who was he about to stab? Was he going to stab Barbara? Was he going to stab someone random? Was he just going to stab the table? My I, hopes was that maybe he would stab the Gugino's waiter that we all know and
2: love,
0: <laughs> and maybe just that, a really early setup, yeah. I got a great story about almost being stabbed. Jesus, <laughs> I was—I have been stabbed. What? 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 Go on. But, but actually, no. One, you just played a checkmate
1: on my story <laughs> there. You can't just he trumped his story, and I think I he's, almost I think got we're calling his bluff. It you was an did, accident. We've uh, known my sister, this yeah, for six, six uh, years, and not uh,
3: once has he told us he's ever been stabbed. <laughs> my sister, my sister, <laughs> accidentally
2: <laughs> stabbed me with a letter opener once. Shit. Yeah. It wasn't malicious. Oh, it was an accident.
3: That's not really being stabbed. No, it accidentally had so many
2: poked you. With <laughs> no, I almost no, got, got poked. What no. happened?
0: Okay, so I didn't trump
2: you. This is not a real story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so um, back when I was like fourteen, fifteen, I w- had stupid idea to try and like learn to DJ. Cause that was like the thing. And, um,
3: oh, you idiot!
0: <laughs> stupid, 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 stupid. But my one friend stupid, says, Hey, stupid. my buddy's having a party. He's trying to have a project X style party. If this dates, he said he was right. project X. So that dates the, the time this happened here. And, um, so I'm thinking, all right, I'll download some music that people will like want to go crazy to like, we're going to have a fun time. It's not going to be bad at all. It was bad, so we pull up to this house.
3: Ten hours of crazy frog later, it, it, <laughs> we like, we like,
0: <laughs> ding, ding. We pull up to the house, and it looks like the stereotypical like suburban house, like you know, like Steelers parking only or some stupid crap. I'm like, all right, we're gonna go and be in this house, and then we get a text: oh, wrong address. It's across the street it's a trap house. It is tinfoil on the windows. There's a dent in the garage. One of the windows (laughs) is
1: busted in. It is bad. I look, I'm like, like straight abandoned shit. I, I,
0: you know, those feelings you're like, Oh, this is going bad. Right. Right. In the gut. So we get in there, there's furniture, but no cushions on the furniture. There's, there's (laughs) mattress springs. No, no mattresses on the box springs. They set me up. I'm, I'm, playing what i thought was going to be appropriate music but it was probably could have been good like if it was today i would not knowing what i know now i would have gone with like some like lo-fi chill beats people weren't trying to fucking party like it's 2 a.m at electric daisy carnival yeah. at eight in the afternoon or eight, eight at night when the party's just starting so you're
1: out there fucking bass nectar
0: we we <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I had base. For to like, sure, yeah. I'm like, this is what the people are going to want. They didn't. They wanted two chains. <laughs> um, so I set up. I go upstairs. They're passing a joint around. And I've never seen marijuana at this point in my life. So they're like, "Yo, DJ, you smoke weed?" And any other DJ in the world would have been like, "Hell yeah, I do." But I'm like, "Oh no, thank you. Can I get a glass of water?" <laughs>
3: <laughs> so because you're a
0: cop. <laughs> yeah, you fucking narc. So like, there's this
1: baby. In the middle of the table. No wonder you almost got stabbed. And the a baby's baby? crying. Yeah, this part a human isn't baby. funny. Yes,
0: yeah, a human baby. The baby stops crying eventually. And now I realize, oh, the baby probably got like contact high maybe. this That part's sad. But needless to say, the aunt comes home. This this ends with getting nearly stabbed, I promise. Uh, <laughs> I aunt forgot comes about home. that part. She's like, what the hell is going on? Throws everyone out of the house. We're walking down the street. I have all my like. $300 in equipment I could afford at the time In a, in, 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 a in a
3: bindle on a hobo stick In a grocery
0: cart Grocery cart yeah, <laughs> you're, grocery you're, kidding. Grocery oh, you're a homeless person <laughs> Oh my god so one of the guys says My grandma's around the corner we can go to my grandma's House and I'm like great Grandma's house, not gonna be a trap house. It'll be fine. It was not fine. <laughs> Grandma's house was worse. Grandma and grandpa were partying with us. And at one point, someone starts breaking out cocaine. I had just seen marijuana for the first time 20 minutes ago. And now they're doing cocaine in front of me. I'm like, I wanna go home. I'm 14. I'm not about this. I, w- I was not about to. This is not happening. So this guy, like, picks his head up, he's like, all right someone's got to get stabbed. And I'm like thinking to myself, Oh no, he's going to stab everyone at this party. And then he's going to stab me. Cause if you're going on a stabbing spree, you need music. Duh. You're not going <laughs> to kill the DJ first.
1: Jesus. So I'm gonna, I'm good old background stabbing music. Gotta love it. He's
3: right. You know, he like walks
0: over, he walks over, stabs his knife into a, like a wall, like a, uh, like just some cheap wall or whatever it was. And then he puts it in his pocket, but he didn't fold the knife back. And his, I guess, must have cut him because his ass was just bleeding profusely. And uh, yeah, that's uh, someone's gonna get stabbed. That's my connection to someone's gonna get stabbed. Is I, th- I hadn't seen it's always sunny. So the first time I yeah. saw Frank say that line,
1: triggered. Yeah, yeah. I was actually you had nightmares. You had a, a
3: post traumatic stress attack
0: uh, that I you didn't know be, was in me. He, How did you handle yeah, it? A,
3: yeah, exactly. A repressed memory.
0: <laughs> it like just really dusted off in the back of my mind. Like, oh my God, that traumatic yeah. experience.
3: And all your buddies who you're watching the show with were laughing. Meanwhile, you're having a panic attack throwing up. So like,
1: what happened? <laughs> that was an excellent story and I loved it, but I still want someone to answer my question. <laughs> <laughs> what was your question? Who was going to get stabbed? Like, was someone actually going to get stabbed? Not the Probably DJ. Not. not the DJ. As if Cugino's has a DJ. Oh yeah, you answered. You said Cugino's waiter. Yeah. I did answer yes, but he wasn't even yeah. there. so Let's no, do he it. wasn't. They, they went, he could have went in the back and Fan found fiction. someone to stab. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the best second, characters. Oh, go oh, ahead. No no, uh, no, 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 go, uh, go. Real quick, though, my second one was, uh. I know they didn't actually come technically that close, but was it like the closest when it was uh Mac and Charlie with the bat about to go beat him or whatever, beat Bruce with the bat? Was that the closest that they came to actually almost just like like uh, inflicting physical pain on someone like intentionally. I th- yeah. Cause, like, cause um, there's, I mean, there's other times like they do fucked up things, but like never have they really plotted to just like straight up go kill somebody.
0: Yeah. G- the gang's malice is in their, their narcissism. It's in their selfishness. They're not like intentionally harmful. Uh, yeah. You know, like, like, I
3: don't know, Donnie. It sounds like you're saying they're not hard.
1: No, they're not. <laughs> exactly. They're the, quite the opposite. I watched
3: them, watch them get hard for, for, for 22 minutes. So, I don't know. They seem pretty hard to me.
0: Um, I don't know. I'll talk about more <laughs> about this later, but I think we could have seen the gang do better in this uh, episode. I think, you know, there's some good stuff like, aha, this is a character I know and love, but it's not uh, that gang turned up to 10. But one of the characters that Donnie said is the best in the show luther who everything he says is just freaking golden uh, yeah. luther is okay uh mac's dad played by gregory scott cummins um and he is in prison most of the time in the show and uh i love his introduction to this mm-hmm. they give him a great way to be introduced to the show and the plot allows uh the writers to kind of show how mac is manipulated not just by like everyone in peer pressure and wanting to be liked, but by his father yeah, and specifically what his father does. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I just, I love, I love how just indifferent Luther is to everything and his son, especially. I just love how he's like, I don't care about anything about you. Where's my heroin? Yeah. It's kind of sad, but it's,
0: it's, that's what I love about him because he gives gives him advice. It's not good advice.
3: Barely. <laughs> Barely. Barely. As a total derailment, did you guys find that whole getting hard bit funny? Yeah. I felt like I found it funnier the first time I watched it.
0: It
2: and was. It now
3: trite. watching it again, I was kind of like, eh.
0: Yeah. I, I, I feel
2: that. I think after that movie, um, Get Hard, wasn't that a movie? Maybe that joke. With Kevin Hart? Yeah, with Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell. Maybe that mm. that joke finally died or something not that that was a bad movie but just like now the references now to the movie get hard so it's like do you want to get hard yeah let's get hard maybe it's not as funny because that movie
1: came out i think it's more I of, yeah i think it's more of their actions that are funny like even the more i watch it like i forget exactly what scene it is but they're in charlie's apartment charlie and frank's apartment and in the background you just still see uh who was it i think it was mac just like standing in the background, like his chest puffed yeah. out. Him and Charlie, just like that whole yeah. act of them, just like thinking like they're badasses and stuff. Like, the physical or they turn humor.
3: Charlie's apartment into a prison yard. Uh-huh. <laughs> got a whole weight set in there. Bad.
0: Right. The the way he's applying the tattoo on him, the prison yeah, tat. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs>
0: um, it's it's good in the physical comedy, not so much when it comes to quotes. We'll touch on this later, but like as far as like, ha ha punchlines go, not really there. A lot of really great audible and physical humor that uh, I'm excited to get into in the second half of this ep- uh, episode here. But um, Bruce Mathis, uh, he is an interesting character in the show. I, I know we didn't um, give him very much love when we did the uh, character tier ranking. I don't think we threw him up very high at all. He's not even my favorite, Bruce Mathis. Yeah, we put him on the C. We put him on the C column. So I, I want if we revisit that, I think I want to show a little more appreciation for Bruce Mathis because he introduces this interesting question of like, are your kids better or worse than you are, and like, are you a product of your surroundings? Because genetically they're his, but as far as like who the parent is, Frank is very much Dennis and Dee's dad. He, he may not be their dad, mm-hmm. but he's their dad.
1: Yeah. Genetics can obviously influence you a lot, but without getting Was into a deep. Anyone here adopted? No, no, I don't think so. Okay. But without getting into a deep just psychological, that,
3: just putting that at the base level.
1: <laughs> For sure, but without getting to a deep psychological level, I do think that obviously the mental is powerful and overpowering. So if you're raised in an environment like you're saying, if you're convinced to think or believe a certain way or a certain thing. I'm sure that that would overrule what's built into your body just because of how powerful the mind can be. Like if you don't know any better, yeah, you're definitely a product of your environment. Mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. I mean,
3: in that whole hospital scene, they're just acting like their mom and their mom is acting like them and they're feeding yeah. off each other's, you know, anti sick kid energy.
0: I, I hated Barbara for so long. Um, love Barbara. I, I hate, uh, Barbara Reynolds and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but, um, Obviously, uh, the character she's she's wonderful because she gets yeah. gets me to hate her. Yeah, um, Anne Archer, that's her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. I hate her until she does that kind of trio that they're doing where they're all complaining at the same time. Because uh, you understand, like, oh, they are just as terrible as her. Because and yeah, she is as just as terrible as, she as said, them.
3: Your father had money. I never knew. And then she's like trying to talk to him.
0: Mm-hmm, like as and, soon as
3: it like hits her that oh he had money
0: oh I'm talking about when they're in the room with the kids with lupus and and they they they're all like taking turns like we should go get food oh not at is there a food court ew no that's gross is I don't
3: it... want to eat at a hospital <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
0: so, I don't know um, so it's like that old saying you know your kids are going to be twice as bad as you were uh, are Dennis and Dee are they better or worse than Barbara and Frank would you say they're better
2: than Barbara, but probably worse than Frank. I don't know. It uh, seems I don't
3: like that Frank I don't know. and Barbara aren't as actually insecure as someone like Dee is. So I don't know.
0: Because they, Barbara and Frank, them being in the show is very important because it, that's the difference between we have characters that are assholes for no reason and we have characters that were raised in this environment and literally have zero capability of knowing better.
3: I will give to this episode a lot of character development.
0: Mm-hmm. Same.
3: We may not see that um, the characters were as classic. Like, I don't think Charlie was as classic as uh, Charlie was, mm. but I think that there's a lot of character development that happens and a lot of, you know, story elements That lead more into the characters like Bonnie showing up at the end or um, Mac being like uh, yeah we don't even have one dad and Charlie's like you have a dad
0: I don't have a dad and you have two (laughs) so um, yeah shout out to Tom on MySpace and shout out to uh, staying faithful and not having kids out of I don't know where the lesson here is oh yeah that's right there's no lesson
3: Tom is a friend
0: on my space. Um, real quick, did you guys notice that they brought Elmer's glue back in this episode? Of course. Uh, yeah. Earlier in the show, we mm-hmm. need safe and non toxic. This, yeah. this is safe and non toxic. We need toxic and not safe. Yeah. So I, I like that. Like, um, Elmer's. Again, just really good for continuity. This episode is just really good for setting up. It's always sunny, but I don't think it's like good. It's always sunny. Isn't if it funny, that makes sense
2: isn't it funny how he could tell that it was Elmer's by whiff I
3: mean, yes I think that that was the point they were trying to get across like he knows his yeah. glue brand yeah. based oh, on, smell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on smell.
1: don't we all
2: yeah don't we
3: all that's right
2: honestly when I was younger when someone was like oh I huff glue I thought nope. that I thought that glue was like a different like like a slang term for a different kind of drug. When it was like, I didn't know that people would actually just huff glue. And I'm like, that's so
0: stupid. You guys could be doing so many cool arts and crafts. Yeah, And instead, <laughs> you're getting
2: you're high. You're
3: letting all the glue dry out in the paper bag.
0: <laughs> God
3: dang it, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Were you guys ever those people who would like put glue on their hands and then peel
1: off the oh, glue? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I still I like that. I buy that. Had, <laughs> if I had glue right now, I would be doing it during this podcast. Sure. I understand. Yeah. Okay.
0: Donnie's just
1: that bored. No, well, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, no, that was just something that to me, I don't know, like, like I'm the type of motherfucker, like if I have a scab or I have skin peeling, like I'm going to peel that shit. Yeah. Like if I get sunburned, like. eat it. Yeah. Yeah. It's extra yeah. nutrition. Yeah, eat your scab. I, I save the scabs and cook them into the food.
0: Okay. Even better. Yeah. Okay. It's like mad cow disease, but more fun because it's you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they used to make glue out of horse. Have you guys ever seen that picture with, Yeah. like some dude in the 1800s? What if we melt a horse and suck stuff together with it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I, got one, <laughs> I got one more note on the uh, Barbara, Dennis, and D trio of terribleness. That's towards the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, they're literally acting like clowns. They have the clown noses on, but that's great because they're literally acting like clowns. But to bring it back to the question of whether or not Dennis and D are better or worse than Frank and Barbara, I think they're just two different types of terrible. Cause like I said, Dennis and D and the gang are just oblivious and completely incapable of uh, noticing their faults and their wrongdoings. But like Barbara and Frank have set their personalities so that they are screwing people over constantly and trying to get over people constantly. Yeah. Not just their friends.
1: That's almost exactly what I was going to say, is just that Barbara's a real-world narcissist, and then the gang literally goes out of their way to screw people over and take advantage of people. And
0: Oh, I was saying, I was saying the opposite, that Barbara and Frank do it, and the gang are more oblivious to their ways.
1: Oh, I mean, you could take Frank out of the gang, I guess, because Frank, I mean, I don't know, Frank kind of... With Dennis and D Acts the same But uh-huh. Frank is I guess Shows more signs Of being an adult Like you said Just a real world narcissist Than It's just Dennis that line At
3: the end We will allow you To be our father When they come back Into the apartment it's just <laughs> that, that That phrasing
0: That really summarizes Everything
3: It's exactly. just Exactly
0: However they feel In the moment Whoever's doing the most For them Cause I think th- for a second there they were sketched out by Bruce Mathis when they're sitting in his office and they're like this could be bad what if he's crazy too and then the second they realize one he's better looking than Danny DeVito and two he's probably just as rich as as Frank Uh, it's weird calling him Danny DeVito like (laughs) out of character anyways so I think that they they were partial to Bruce Mathis just because they were thinking hey this is an upgrade from our father he's rich as well and he's better looking we want this guy to be our genetics I was going to say, why don't you just call
2: Danny DeVito dad and then we reveal that he's your dad on air, but...
0: Oh, we I, I have decided to allow Danny DeVito to be my father. It'd be your yes. father. Yes. Dad, if you're listening, I'm sorry. That's that's not true. No one no.
1: can replace you. Yeah. Danny DeVito might come close.
3: <laughs> Honestly, no.
2: low-key, my dad and Dan, Danny DeVito have the same mannerisms and personality. Not personality, but like... The way he like eats food and like... Dude, like, if it walks like a Danny
0: DeVito yeah. and it talks like a Danny DeVito... Yeah. And he has the same hair and the same glasses <laughs> and the One way he... Damn, like,
3: two dudes from New York can be so similar. Crazy. Actually,
2: actually, Danny DeVito's from New Jersey. Thank you. Oh, wow.
3: Even better. Two like your boy? from New Jersey can be so similar.
2: <laughs> My dad's actually from New York, so you got that first part. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Oh, Who knew man. two guys from New York? Yeah, New Jersey. back to forth, the back to yeah, forth. Um, Snip,
3: snap, snip, snap.
0: Yeah, but what was your point?
3: Two dudes from the tri-state area. (laughs) Yeah, there you go.
0: (laughs) My point is is that we have a lot more of this episode to talk about. So when we come back, we are going to put some numbers to our argument. Someone's going to get stabbed. It's (laughs) going to get wild. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
2: That's not really in the Constitution. Hi, guys. This is not an informative podcast about the Constitution.
0: (laughs) Don't listen to us. But it is an informative podcast about It's Always Sun in Philadelphia. Welcome back to the show. Golden Gods and Goddesses, Rumham and Wild Cards, episode 22, talking about season 2, episode 10, the season 2 finale, you guys. We have come so far. We got season 3 up on the horizon. Season 2 and season 1 are in our rearview mirror. But if you want to know what we think of the previous 16 episodes that we've done head on over to our subreddit r always sunny pod where you can check out the list of lists we also have outdated versions that we post every now and then on uh twitter and instagram so be sure to follow us at always sunny pod and uh yeah see what we think of some other episodes hate our gun fever score it's all good times um so the way this second part of this episode works If you're new to the show, we are going to go through five categories here. The story of this episode, the characters of this episode, the quotes in this episode, the overall humor of this episode, and the wildcard spot. Uh, You can give up to 10 points on each of these for a total of 200 points, a bunch of boring math, yada, yada, yada. We'll take care of it on RN. You just enjoy uh, this chat about season two, episode 10, Denson D, get a new papa.
1: Get a new daddy. Let's start uh, with the story.
3: Shout out to the whitest kids you know. Where the fuck did you guys go?
1: (laughs) Right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like one of them has a podcast or like a TV show or
3: something. Trevor Moore. Yes. Trevor Moore moved on, did his own music, but all the other
0: guys, man. Man. Trevor Moore still works with them, and I think he has a podcast with one of them. I'm calling it within the next five years is going to be a whitest kids, uh, you know, reboot.
1: Yeah. Oh God, I hope
3: so. Yeah, within
0: I, within five years, Trevor Moore has been
2: he's been active recently on like social media and stuff. I, he's been moving some stuff around. They've been doing some
0: Whitest kids you know well, talks. We, uh, we are dividing so far away from the show, but like the interesting thing about the Whitest kids you know that is from other shows is like how much it is streamed mm-hmm. on YouTube mm-hmm. as opposed to the, the television views that it got. I yeah. remember watching it on IFC for a little bit there. But um, yeah, no. If you look at the YouTube views versus what they got originally; they're coming back because the they're five so like years.
2: viral. They're so like they're so like their clips, their their
0: skits were so viral. They're so good. They're perfect for the internet. And for that reason, I give this episode <laughs> of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" <laughs> yes. an eight out of ten. Yes, uh, I think the the plot is simple. The A and B plot are simple but they're simple enough to intertwine in this story. Uh, so I gave it above average points for that. But I gave bonus points for the continuity of setting up Charlie's character, um, not knowing his uh, father and Max's relationship with his father. Um, but having said all that, after kissing ass on the story there, uh, this was, again, not my favorite episode below average. If I gave I'm- it a 7.2. I
3: gave it a 7.2, I think my...
0: You're gonna make the math complicated? Oh no,
1: we lost. I was about it. to say we definitely. He was uh he was trying to still talk. That's what he fucking gets. We don't own calculators around here, <laughs> motherfucker. Trying to make us do math. End the call. End
3: call. Yeah, sorry. One of the hamsters that was um, <laughs> um, uh, running on the treadmill to power my cell connector had to die, so now I have to do it myself.
1: I mean, it, it is getting dark. That solar powered radio of yours isn't going to last forever. Yeah,
3: that, that, that could be another factor, but luckily um, uh, Elon Musk sent me with one of his fancy new solar batteries.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, we're, we're
0: continuing the bit from the first part? Okay, okay.
3: okay. <laughs> I, did, I didn't
0: realize we were still doing that. Okay, okay. Still in the now jungle.
3: Now you give me a 9.9 for continuity. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Sorry, before uh, we were so rudely interrupted By your dying hamster Right, so
3: I gave the wild card a 6.5 Because Luther's prisoner number was 7165
0: We are nowhere near that
1: We are nowhere near that How long do you think you were gone for? (laughs) You skipped all four categories And went right to the wild card That is the wild card I
3: thought this had put me in the future
1: Oh yeah, no it did not
3: It's like one of those time warp things (laughs) Well, he hung up
0: Guess we gotta do the show without him um, this is a freaking mess. uh, you were saying seven point two, <laughs> yeah, to make the math as hard as possible
1: for the story,
2: fruit come on, work with this.
3: Oh, great. I thought you said your whole thing, not just the story for the story, I gave it a nine. I thought it was a good story, okay. a b plot and a wrap around
0: yeah. and a wrap around,
2: um. I gave I agreed with Braden. I gave it an eight for my story as well. I think that it was actually a pretty unique story as far as um it's always sunny goes. I think they introduced a lot to the plot of the general story and you know the A and B plots, we always generally talk about those. I think they're both good here. I loved you know, I loved watching um Mac and Charlie do their whole business with their with Mac's dad. That was fun. So I give it an eight. How about you, Donnie?
1: Uh I gave it a seven. Uh, all the reasons you guys said. I, I mean, I think it was good. It's definitely not one of my favorite episodes. It wasn't any crazy shockers. It was a decent wraparound. Shout out fruitcake. <laughs> but yeah, I gave mm, it a seven.
3: Yes, the fruitcake loves himself a wraparound. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the highest score I'm
0: giving this for the rest of the review. Just so you guys know, this is only gonna get worse. If you liked this episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. First of all, you're wrong. But uh, <laughs> second of all, you're about to hate me. So I don't know. Maybe Adam will be your favorite here at the end of the episode. I always am. So so uh, speaking of lower scores, let's move on to characters. Uh, I didn't trash it because, like I said, the story allowed the characters to kind of thrive. And this, again, is a very important episode of It's So Sunny in Philadelphia, story-wise, not humor-wise. Um, but Max' daddy issues... Like, it, it, it's it's perfect. When Rob McElhenney is writing for Mac, there's nothing... That is probably my favorite version of his character because he's against beating the crap out of someone until his dad recommends it. He's against... um He's against going and beating up Bruce in the moment and then at the last second bails out. He talks Charlie back into it and then bails on Charlie. Mac is my favorite in this episode.
1: Yeah, Mac is classic playing victim... Like you said, once again, just kind of like being a follower, like the the people he idolizes and looks up to, whatever they decide to do, he instantly decides to do that. On a uh, Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, Dean and Dennis are just the fake, being good, just playing along, trying to suck up and get whatever they can. Frank's wild. Charlie's overcommitted and a little misinformed. So I think everyone was classic, but I mean, they still weren't. As I great as they could uh, be,
0: yeah, I think that's that's a six out of ten description. If oh. I've ever heard it,
1: that's close. And uh, yeah. I boosted my scores a little bit because mm. you'll see what happens with my wild card later. But I, I gave it a seven. Okay, I gave mine a nine for the characters. I think
3: Jesus, I, nine. Well, I came in. I came in close. I gave it an eight because I think that the characters are oh. rather classic. Um, I took a point off in my mind for Charlie not being as Charlie as he could have been. So, mm. but yeah. then I gave it a, an extra point because I thought. Maybe this is, at least it's the only one that I can remember of in terms of episodes where we may not see all the characters acting as their characters, but we see them develop into what we know as their characters. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of work done on character development in this episode, and I think that deserves an extra point in my mind for that category.
0: I agree. Literally right up until the very end, they're setting up the characters because that's the only reason these jokes in the future are so damn funny Mm -hmm. that we're looking forward to getting to is because the groundwork is laid in these seasons.
2: And to build off what you just said, fruitcake, I think that, um, this episode, we really see like Frank break a little bit. Like this episode sets him off the rails and sets a lot of other characters off the rails. Um, I, I, agree. I think that we do see a lot of, um, um, we don't see some classic characters here. We see Charlie Huffing glue, which I think is classic. We see him being an idiot, which is classic. But I gave it an originally an eight because I, I I did see the, I like the character development and I saw a lot of character development in this episode, but I gave it that extra one point because I, I love seeing extra uh, new recurring characters come up. Um, and this is the first time we see Luther. So I gave it an extra point for the characters uh, section. So I gave it a nine total. It's a hell of a lot of points. Yeah, but I I honestly really think that this... Also, this episode has Guginos, which I consider a character yes, itself we know. sometimes. and and Oh, so, we know. <laughs> so this episode really just has a lot for me. We, we see Bonnie, we see Bruce Mathis for the first time, we see Barbara, who's hilarious. I, I think there's a lot of characters in this episode and uh, a lot of character development in this episode.
0: It's that that argument was good, not good enough to get me to raise it, okay. but I completely see where you are coming from on it. I just think it warrants a six more because there is a lot better to come. I don't know. Sure, there is a lot better to come, but I think this is um an
2: actu- actually a really good example of what um is is to come in the future. What we could expect, for, or what I want to expect, or I could expect from a nine out of ten character episode. There are certainly tens out there, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Were you crafting that argument as you were saying it?
2: Um, partially a little bit.
3: Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Not
2: like uh I was I was I mean, as it was coming as you guys were saying the things that you were saying, I was crafting it trying to like disagree or agree with certain points here or there, but no, I mean there's generally He's playing both sides, so
0: he always comes out on top. Oh.
3: <laughs> that's, that's that's also what I'm getting. I'm trying to get into the mind of Adam, and I, and I think that's what's happening.
0: I didn't think it was.
2: I do I good. With you. Nine out of ten. <laughs> I disagree. I th- I originally gave it an eight, um, and then yeah, I had extra character in there, and I added an extra point.
0: Oh, good for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's sounding like Donnie and I are hating on this episode. It's and not then, hating. You guys uh, sound like our
2: fans. And then, <laughs> you guys aren't hating on this.
0: Um, you guys just have your opinions. Adam, you're, of course, coming in higher, it seems like, and dish of the day, sitting somewhere in the middle like the fruitcake he is. don't call
3: me a fruitcake. Fruitcake was my father's name. That's Mr. Fruitcake to you.
0: (laughs) Mr. Cake was my father.
3: Mr. Cake was my father.
0: Fruitington Cake. (laughs) The third. Speaking of the third, I uh, I give a three. Out of 10 to the quotes. Our third category here gets a 3 out of 10 for me on the quotes. Um, the humor in this episode isn't really from the lines, you know. Uh, there's there's some funny ones, of course, because this is the best TV show of all time and there are no duds. But it's not quote heavy in the slightest. 3 out of 10.
3: I gave it a 5.5. 5. I thought there was a lot of good quotes. Maybe not uh, particular quotes you can pick out, but good quote back and forth, like the whole scene at the restaurant. I slept with someone else during our marriage, and he's the father of our children. End of story. End of story? <laughs> I thought yeah. that was pretty good. Children, uh, would, would you have liked YouTube?
1: to have been aborted?
0: <laughs> Who asked their children? Oh, yeah,
3: exactly.
0: Would you have <laughs> you liked you to have been banging. aborted? Are
3: you? Oh, no. Are you two banging? Banging your sister is perverted. <laughs> yeah. I remember when... Yeah, I thought,
0: my friend was showing me this. I I looked to him and said, "I was like, is 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 that a thing? Do they do they do that?" And he's just, just like, "Bro, you got no idea, <laughs> like how dark how dark this rabbit hole goes with that." But yeah, um, the the whole kids banging thing. Would you like to have been aborted? Jesus, Frank, that whole scene's funny. The prison scenes are funny.
3: Yeah, kind of comes with it.
0: But you have a good point. It's it gets trite, the like the whole hard quotes. It gets old. Yeah, but you're you're, you're yeah. judging it from
2: having watched it a bunch of times and, you know, seeing so many so much other, you know, experiencing a lot of other comedy and shows since then. I I think that we can judge it. I mean, if I'm judging it truly, I was laughing hard my ass off when I first saw that that scene. That shit's hilarious to me. I don't think that I want to like, consider it, it trite. Braden. I don't think I can You're
3: making a judgment based on experiences that you've had with other things. No, I get That's that, absurd. but
2: but I mean it, I mean if we're judging this episode the way it should be like, yeah, I mean I think that that part is really hilarious There's no it way it should be. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to go th- that way. What one. about the other Retweet. part? What about the other part where when he's like uh when he's like he must be smashed. We're going to smash him good. Like what about that? still nothing I, mean, nothing I have, funny I have
1: I have a few more quotes here when Frank is like I don't want any kids or whatever yeah. the fuck he does that one was bad that's bad uh I got another one that's just as bad uh oh and Barbara's like you have turned into a retarded person when she's talking to Frank <laughs> uh like <laughs> and then uh the last one your turkey is, neck
0: uh, looks exceptionally well is probably my favorite backhanded compliment
1: yeah ever yeah that's a good one ever and then uh, when Frank is like, "I don't want to be friends with him. I want to shoot him in the face." Mm-hmm. When you tell him to like add him on friends on MySpace, like I don't know. To me, those are yeah. funny. Or when Frank says somebody's
2: got to get stabbed. That's a classic from the episode. We talked about that. Though. Yeah,
1: I didn't have that many quotes. A lot of, ho- a lot of we have a lot of whores. Whores. A lot he of does whores. say whores a decent amount in this. Um, but yeah, Tom I don't know. Kind
3: of comes with it. That one really gets me. Or just that, just that, just that whole conversation. I only got two friends on here. I got you and some guy named Tom. So well, Tom kind of comes with it.
2: <laughs> I also like. I think at the end, like, I think Barbara has a lot of really good lines. But I like at the end when she's like, "What are we trying to prove here?" Yeah, that sums up like their entire, the entire, like, and it sums up their entire
0: relationship, the show, the characters. Like, That's
2: what are we? Why are we doing this good thing?
1: Yeah, who are we actually helping?
2: What do we <laughs> get out of this? I give
0: so many points for that conversation, that whole back and forth between the three of them and like there's so many good lines in that that um or not so many but a couple good lines in there that really yeah. go over your head like complaining about the hospital being cold because hospitals are cold to inhibit the growth of bacteria hilarious they'll never turn the heat on in a hospital i didn't know that <laughs> yeah hospitals are kept like around yeah. 65 degrees fahrenheit for you international listeners <sighs> convert uh 65
2: degrees also, Fahrenheit.
3: Also a lot of the medicines need to be kept it's, it's easier to me- m- most medicines are preserved better in the cold than they yeah
0: heat. that's true yeah surgery rooms are like uh, bone cold okay that makes sense to Man. me i just didn't
2: uh note that or consider that to be the reason no one laughed at my bone cold but joke the best, screw the you best guys
3: part, the best part is is that they is the way D says it like it's not that hard just crank the little lever just turn it up a little bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that too much to ask <laughs>
2: like when you think about it, like probably the cost of turning up like uh, uh, like the thermometer or the AC in like a hospital by one or two degrees, probably immense cost,
0: but they'd never they do it yeah, just because it's been no. proven that sick people heal better no. in the cold as well. No, but
2: I'm saying like to like D like why what D said was so funny. It's like, it's probably, it's probably not nothing to turn the heat up. It probably costs a lot of money to heat an entire building with all that equipment and stuff like that. Oh so yeah. yeah.
0: It's like, she's so, yeah. Well, so because of those small little lines that um, have some deeper humor to them. I give it three out of 10 on the quotes, but mm-hmm. really if yeah. those couple lines weren't there, I could see myself giving zero out of 10 for the quotes on this episode. Possibly.
1: I, I gave it a seven.
2: Yeah. I, I gave mine originally a 7.5 because there were a lot of whores. but I'm like, I, I went down to a 6.5 because, yeah. you know, I mean a few good lines here, but it's the humor is more like, the plot and like the um, physical humor and the quotes in this episode too. But there's a lot of great one-liners, but uh,
0: yeah, 6.5. How about you fruit?
3: 5.5.
0: Okay. 5.5 and a 6.5 and a three and a seven. We are all over the place on this one. I like the quotes because we all take something different from it. That is, this is the one category where it is always something starkly different between the four of us. We all take something different from Mm -hmm. these episodes. I, in this case got diddly. Yeah. I got Bo diddly.
2: I love whores. I love anytime. Frank's is whore. We know you love whores, Adam. Yeah. It's okay. They don't (sighs) love me.
0: Well, they're not paid to, you pay them to leave. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um the overall humor in this episode how much did it make you laugh how how much did it make you chuckle Adam saying he laughed his ass off I, seen, no, no, I no, saw, no. I saw no butts no. on Donnie's living room
2: floor No though. no no I was saying that I left um, in reference to the first time that I've seen it when you guys were talking about that exchange of getting hard that was mm. hilarious to me the
1: first time Since you're bringing that up real quick to me I I judge it slightly different there are some episodes of It's Always Sunny that I will, I could turn on every night before I go to bed, and it will never lose any of its value. True. Episodes that lose its value the more I watch it, to me, since we watch the show so much and I've seen every episode so much, to me, that is when I rank episodes harsher. Okay. When it actually loses value, I feel like that's not pure comedy and pure. It's always sunny. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Adam earlier. I I completely agree with you (laughs) because Adam earlier you were like, well, there's so many good jokes here and think about the first time you saw it. Didn't you laugh? Well, the trouble with this whole podcast in general was like, how are we thinking of these episodes? Are we comparing them to each other? Are we putting on our, Oh, this is my first time cap and thinking of it through that. No, I think, I, at this point, going on forward, in case any of you in the wildcard crew are wondering what's in my head, going forward, I'm only really caring about the stuff that is still making me laugh. Okay. If if an episode's got funny jokes to someone who's seen it before, but it's not sticking now, it's not going to get a good score. You're, Every episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia should be 10 out of 10. I've said that multiple times. Sure. But if it's if we have more than two dozen 10s by the time this is over... We have failed miserably on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. So, to respond to that, I think that
2: I actually really I think it is funny whenever they do the the whole back and forth like innuendos or euphemisms like you want to get hard you want to get hard and they they don't really know like like we the we we know what they're talking about because it's like dramatic irony or something but it reminds me of the scene like later in the season or in the show when they're talking about cream pies and it's like the same back and forth exchange and I really like that template i like that style of humor in this show and i like it when they do that and i liked it when they did it in this episode they've done it a couple times or getting off in another man's skin yeah they do it a lot yeah and i really Brian Lefebvre. and i really i i really yeah it's probably stupid humor but i really love that humor um
3: wait a minute hold <laughs> on um i'm connecting i have this um conspiracy chart that I made out of bamboo reeds here out in the jungle. <laughs> did you say that Dan Ateas directed Arrested Development as well? He's done uh, it a couple
0: episodes. True
2: Detective. True Detective. Did he,
3: did he do Arrested Development?
2: I feel like there was another sitcom where we, where he... I think it was Curb Your Enthusiasm when he may have worked on...
0: Because
3: mm. If he did Arrested Development, Arrested Development is... I no. want to say a good 75% of that no. joke humor. The like humor. I blew myself and stuff there, like who, that. Who, Shot my wad when it was supposed to be a dry run. Yeah,
1: whoever whoever. So whoever He's
3: bringing that, I'm connecting the dots.
1: I have, uh, while you guys are doing your research, I have three main, I, don't know, I, don't know. I guess, funny, humorous parts of this episode that stand out. The restaurant scene, the banging his sister, finding out Frank's not their dad um the hospital scene obviously we pointed that out for many different reasons it shows who they really are it shows bruce that they aren't who they are saying they are mm-hmm. and then what is the last one? Oh, the uh save the children jam that one gets me every time. Just save, right save, when they... save,
3: save, 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 save the children. Yeah,
1: there's that, and then even just the scene right after when, like, they're singing, like, Dennis is hitting on that chick, and, like, he, like, waves Dennis up, and he's like, what? Like, me? Like, okay, I'll come up. And, like, they just play it off so well. Like, <laughs> I don't know, just that scene just makes me laugh every time. What do you think, Dish of the Day?
3: I uh, I did laugh uh, again on the second time when it cut to Bruce Mathis. Not only is he a Renaissance Man Charity but he also leads the guitar. He's the lead guitarist of the charity band. Yeah. I just thought that was fucking hilarious.
1: This, yeah, he does uh, it all. The second
3: time that I watched it. But in terms of the humor, as I said at the outset, the whole getting hard thing kind of like waned on me. It wasn't that funny. The Cugino scene was uh, incredibly funny.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't
3: remember it being that funny. So when I watched it again, I, I felt like I got that first time The first time jitters in my stomach of how funny it was. So I gave the humor overall
1: a seven. See, real quick, thank you for pointing that out because that, further's my point, is that scene, the more and more I watch it, it either gets funnier or doesn't get less funny. The rest of this episode, a lot of their jokes I could look at and be like, eh, whatever, I've heard that six times. But like that scene, it only gets better every single time. And you just, you pick up more and more things every time. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cannot even remember you've turned into a retarded person. <laughs> yeah. Ugh.
0: His emotions. He he goes through such emotional swings. Mm. He goes from like denial to like bargaining to acceptance to needing to stab someone. I'm pretty sure that's one of the grieving steps. Denial? That's in Egypt. Ugh. Boo. Oh, you can get this. Yeah. F- <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: i um uh I gave a six or a 7.5 for the humor on this one kind of agreeing with closer to you guys um i th- I remember the episode didn't start out so funny or I didn't really laugh much in the cold open or the couple minutes after it i I remember the pacing of the episode was kind of slow for me in terms of humor and um the really funny part really came when they went to Kajinos and then it took off from there just a 7.5 i think Barbara's hilarious and i think all their snide like annoying like really fucked up comments that they make about other people really funny a lot of good you know good jokes there but um 7.5 i'm sorry adam but how are you going to say one of
3: the better cold cold opens we've seen I, I don't know that's the impression i got at least i mean
0: i was watching it i wasn't really laughing too much i don't know i'm sorry adam you yeah how are you going to give a 9 for the quotes and and say that it was slow and inconsistent. I didn't give a year. 9
2: for the quotes. I gave a 6.5 for the quotes. Oh my goodness gracious. I for Ooh. sure hit the
0: wrong key on that one. How Oops. are
2: you uh, going to accuse someone who you have no evidence <laughs> False uh, accusations.
1: Uh, yeah, oh yeah, wow. Accusing someone with no evidence. It's <laughs> 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 always a ten ten thing to do.
3: That's in the ten. It only takes Jesus 3.5 seconds to get to earth, Braden. And there's a the whitest kid you know joke. So here <laughs> we go. We can end the show.
2: Is 7.5 satisfactory to you based off of my ratings before?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. you have the
3: stamp of <laughs> approval.
1: I gave a 7. I don't think I gave my score earlier, but I gave a 7 for the humor.
0: 5.
3: Hey, yeah, me too, buddy. We should kiss. <sighs>
1: wow, well, you really are a fruitcake.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think I picked up some diseases out here. You might not want to do that. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, the audible humor in this episode, uh, like I mentioned earlier, was really good. Um, I'm not gonna give it above a five out of ten, um, just because I I got a couple really big laughs. Like I don't know why the sound effect of Frank loading his gun while Mac and Charlie are talking about putting heroin in their butts versus beating up Bruce Mathis. What about like Dennis and Dee pretending to care that their father is a good person? Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, no, I mean, it, okay, again, there are yeah. some funny scenes, but like the yeah. laugh out loud moments to me were like when Charlie's standing all menacingly with his bad new tattoo in his prison yard home, like <laughs> those, that was funnier to me than yeah. anything that was like really said in this uh, episode. Sure. So yeah. I'm going to give it, I'm going to also give it a higher score than I gave my quotes and give it a five and of 10. Okay. So. I will
2: not. Uh,
0: shit on you for that. Well, I'm I'm not gonna stop shitting on you, so that's, no. fine. <laughs>
2: that's fine. I like
0: shit. <laughs> don't he doesn't mind sifting oh, through no, the please. feces, <laughs> so he just don't mind. hold back. <laughs> um, uh, in other words, I I gave more points for characters and story in this episode than I did the humor. Definitely. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Wild card.
1: Yeah, wild card. Let's go. Wild card. <laughs> All right, I guess I'll start it off unless uh go. You want to bring us in. But um yeah, as uh we've been doing this for a while now, so as a professional show critic, uh I expect a little bit more. The more I watch the show, it diminishes uh as I mentioned a few times. So, I actually wanted to tank my score a little bit. So, I gave the wild card a 0 for the number of times that they shoved heroin in their asses. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's wow. Good one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
0: 0 out of 10. I gave it a
3: a 6.5, largely driven by the... um, So I gave an extra point to the character development that was present in the show, but then I sat thinking about it, um, and I thought that the fact that they had so much character development in 20 minutes deserved a little bit of an upbeat. So Luther's inmate number, as I said when I had gone back in time, was (laughs) 71765. So I gave it a 6.5.
1: I like that. Did they... Was that just on his like outfit, his jumpsuit or whatever, or did yeah. they? Oh, okay. Yeah. So we have a six point
0: five. We have our first zero. I'm giving it an eight because
2: that is the amount of times that I heard um, um, Jesus Christ being uh, yelled. Eight Jesus Christ. I love how
3: <laughs> I, I love how we changed it from that is the amount of times they said it in the show to that is the amount of times I heard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Those
3: are
0: two different things. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have one where they sing. Uh, Bruce Mathis says sings Save the Children seven times yeah. in that song. So seven out of ten on the wild card. Oh, seven yeah, like Save the Children. Yes,
1: There could never be enough Save the Children. Save
0: save save, <laughs> save, 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 save. I want an edit where it's that song, but the save, 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 save part for one hour. Wait, and at the end of the hour, he goes, save the children.
2: <laughs> I want to see that song being like played um, behind the scene when Mac and Charlie are beating up those kids with the bikes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's picking them up by the throat. <laughs> save, save, <laughs> save, save. Anyways, so after we pull out our chalk and write all over the walls, our numbers and craziness and do our mathematics, we have the list of lists that we are going to put this episode on right now. The list of lists, if you're new to the show, is every episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that we have reviewed so far. That's 17 episodes. So we got 17 on there. If you want to go check them out on the aforementioned social media's Always Sunny pod. The question is, where does this episode line up? Let's begin with the fans. What do the fans think? IMDb. Oh, That's what we've been going off of here for uh, the out of 10 score um, you guys, yeah, go ahead, guess. What do you think the fans gave this? Just so for reference, they've Eight. given 8.1 to 9.2 so far. Mm. They gave this an 8.6. I, I was going to say
3: 8.5. I'm going to say
0: 9.7. Donnie takes the uh, pot here. He nice. gets 8.6, 2,000 votes. So this place is, Dennis do you get a new dad, is the 5th. Uh, highest on the list. So that is five out of 17 for the fans. So if you listen here and you don't agree with that, go ahead, let us know on social media at always sunny pod, what you think of this episode. I gave this episode a 5.7 number 11 on my list. It's on that bottom half there going towards the bottom. Uh, Donnie gave this episode a 5.6. That is number 13 for him. So damn near at the bottom for Donnie. And the Dish of the Day, who is notoriously our harshest critic, giving an average score of 5.3. This is tied for the Dish of the Day's favorite episode, sitting at 7.2, his highest score yet. um, Tied with the Gangos Jihad, sitting above Dennis and go on Welfare, which is our number one altogether. Adam gives this episode 7.8. So, uh, that's number three for Adam who, uh, gives higher scores than the rest of us here. Not that that's a bad thing or anything. The Paula Abdul of this podcast, you're just on drugs and love everyone. Yeah. Straight up. I'm on drugs, but I don't love everyone. Now tell me where does this land get it straight up now? Tell me. All right. Uh, nineties jokes or was that eighties? I don't don't even know know what you're referencing. The Paul Abdul song, "Straight Up." Now tell me, is it going to be you and me forever? Oh oh oh! I was born in nineteen ninety-seven. I only know her from American Idol. <laughs> That's all you should know her from. Um. So the list of lists. This episode. This episode is right in the middle. We have a mass of episodes that have gotten a six point six from us, and this is one of those episodes. Dennis and Dee get a new dad. Is number eight on the list of lists? Halfway in the middle also getting a 6.6 is the gang exploits a miracle the gang runs for office and Charlie has cancer from season one so all of those have 6.6 on them and um, yeah that's the what the bottom half of the list of lists looks like this is this is really confusing to listen to so be sure to head on over to our subreddit our always sunny pod where you can look at the full list and tell us how wrong we are let us know what did we mess up we want to hear from you guys what did we get right? We want to hear from you guys. I'm sure we're going to get more of what we got wrong. This is one of the crazier uh, fan groups in the world. But um, yeah, always SunnyPod, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, and uh, let us know what you think. We got two dozen almost more episodes uh, for you guys to listen to. We're nearing season three, and that is going to be crazy. So be sure to listen to the rest of our episodes that we have available at rumham.transistor.fm. Go to rumham.transistor.fm and you can find all the links that we're talking about here. Season 3, you guys, I am really excited. I don't know about you, but I looked ahead at what's coming up. Could we have possibly the first 10 out of 10 coming up here? I don't know. Maybe. Season yeah. 3 is going to be crazy.
1: I think I I didn't look at the list like you did, but I think I might have a 10 coming in Season 3. I might as well. Just like off the top of my head thinking about it. I think Season 3 is for me when it's like where i really start to like the show
2: this will be problematic for me because there, there's going to be an episode where i want to make it 10 and i will do anything i can to find that 10
0: that already happened to me with um dennis Diego on welfare yeah i gave it like uh what did i give it i give it a 9.6 you guys fought back on that hard but you know i tried to give it a perfect 10 there <laughs> yeah so we'll see what happens next season Coming up, season three, Rum Ham and Wildcards. We're talking about Zoe Sunny some more. We got some interviews coming up. We got some great guests coming up. It's gonna be so much fun. Yeah. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening. Yes. Let's let's get out of here, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. We got one more episode here on season two. One more episode for 2020 before we shut this book and come back in 2021. We're going to be talking about the list of lists more in depth. Maybe tweaking our scores, justifying what we've given so far, and uh, just talking about the show in general. So be sure to hit subscribe. One more time, I'm going to plug it at AlwaysSunnyPod, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Reddit. We will catch you guys in a couple weeks. Good night.
3: Good night, New York.
0: Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards is produced, directed and edited by me, Brayden Pluggin Cool. Donnie Crunkleton is our associate producer, and this episode was written and hosted by me, Brayden Pluggin Cool, Donnie Crunkleton, Adam Rothbart and The Dish of the Day.